What up, guys? Your boy Quake. We're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 193. Yeah. Anybody know it's your boy Vito? Let's get it, boy. It's Caprice. What was that sandwich? There was a sandwich on TV. That was interesting. Yeah. I've been watching the NBA playoffs all day. Yeah, we watched man, Lakers, watching Grizzlies, uh, Bucks, Heat. Bucks, basically, Giannis got hurt. That's why the Heat won, because he wasn't scheduled to win. I wouldn't, I'd be surprised if the Heat win the series. But, yeah, Giannis got hurt. Tyler Hero and the Heat got hurt. But uh, now it's, what is it? Suns. Is he, like, hurt, hurt, like, done? Well, he's done for that game. So he oh. he hit his, like, uh, back, lower back, collarbone, I think his butt. You know, like, the bone. Mm. What's the oh, bone? that's got to be the worst. Yeah, he hit that, so he was, you know, he was uh, moving around. And yeah, NBA players get some bad injuries, bro. Yeah, people think NBA is all fun and games, and um, and the way you're you're playing with the jumping most high, man, aggressive like people too, and it's all tall, strong people. Yeah, and then you got to do these surgeries and you slap. LeBron has the best has been the best career when it comes to injuries. He hasn't had like I think he, I don't think he's ever had a surgery ever in his career. For real? Yeah, let me see. Yeah. I haven't googled that at all. Has LeBron James? Damn, that is crazy. LeBron that James ever had surgery? He's a machine. The Terminator. One of the most pressing questions James fans have over the years is whether or not he has ever had surgery. I think you might be right. I think he's had one, though. Huh? Didn't he have at least one? Several Don't. injuries throughout his career that relied on medical treatments. A groin injury on Christmas Day during the game. He was forced. Uh, but it was no surgery. Yeah, huge loss. And that was like, think about this. That was a big injury, and that was like a year or what? At the time when that groin injury happened, that was like year 19 or 18. God. So it took him like 18 years, 17, 18 years in the NBA to finally get like some type of. Uh, yeah, he's built different. Yeah, I don't, I'm not seeing anything. Some of these articles are yeah, stupid. Yeah, he's a Terminator. John Connor. Let me see the injury. Yeah, from what I know, he doesn't have, he's, he's probably, um, he said his foot. He said, if I do have surgery, you guys want to know. But maybe his foot. Remember when he's doing the interview? Because he came back and they asked him, you know, how's your That's foot? That's what I think. I think, I don't know why. I keep thinking he had one for some reason. And it probably is that foot you're talking about. But, yeah, I mean, you've been in the NBA yeah, 20, yeah. Years. 20 years. No, this foot thing, he's saying he might have it in the summer if it's needed. So it's not, it hasn't happened yet. So right now, as of right now, we don't know anything about any surgery. That's insane. Yeah. To be 20 years in the NBA, no surgery. That's he, what I mean. He it's plays like plays a lot in every game. Yeah, in the it NBA, like, you a lot of players get like KD had two yeah. surgeries, major surgeries. Yeah, um, you know, Clay Thompson, a bunch of people have had he surgeries. He gets like thirty seconds of breaks, and then he's just come back in. Nah, it's cap. I mean, that not right now, but shot Skip Bayless. He says LeBron James is Iron Man. So yeah, Terminator. Yeah, he is Iron Man. So I like Terminator. Uh, somebody who's not Iron Man, unfortunately, uh, Jamie Fox. He got uh, hospitalized. This was kind of crazy and out of. Nowhere completely. Wow. Uh, let's go over the article. Jamie Foxx has been hospitalized after suffering medical complications, although the actor is already on the mend. Academy Award winning winner's daughter, Karini Foxx, issued a statement late Wednesday, April 12th, announcing that her father had experienced a health scare on Tuesday, April 11th. While she didn't share any more details about his health issue, TMZ has reported that Foxx's condition was serious enough that he had to be taken to the hospital. Fortunately, Karini added that her father is already on his way to recovery. Thanks to quick action and great care. We know how beloved he is and appreciate your prayers. Her statement continued. The family asked for privacy during this time. Yikes. So, Jimmy Fox is 55 years old. I did not think he was that old. He does not look that old. Yeah, that man stay young forever. Yeah, 55 <laughs> years old. So, uh, glad he's doing good. Prayers up to Jimmy Fox. Yeah, multi talented uh, artist, actor, singer, whatever you want to call him, comedian. The guy's got like multiple hats. The baby, this was interesting. Man, I haven't heard of the baby in a minute. Boy, it fell off the face of the earth, man. Yeah, what the music the has been repetitive, same shit. You know what's happening? Yeah, that's yeah, all we hear is dun, 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 like those type of beats, like Scooby-Doo sounding <laughs> records. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Because that's what it is, like Scooby-Doo <laughs> type music. The music videos are always creative, <laughs> which I enjoy. The music videos are creative. He does yeah. a good creative music yeah, video. he is. That's it, though. The music has been two-pack of ass for a while right now. Um Jeez. I mean, amen. Ask Scooby-Doo. And the people think it's, it's because of the thing that he said on stage about gay people, whatever the case may be, the AIDS. But it's not that. I think it's just the music has been non-consistent. 
Um, that definitely did not help. That ruined a lot. That definitely derailed him. But the music just because you can, most artists can overcome. Like look at that, R. Kelly overcame pissing on an underage girl, like with good music. People just forgot about it for a while. Um, for the most part, you can overcome a lot of things. Not in today's time because social media will remind you, but um, you can overcome a lot of things. Um, and he, that thing, what he said, you know, he could have overcame that just with great music. Nobody would have uh, remembered it or really said anything about it. So let's go over the article and what he did that is kind of interesting here. The baby has landed into, into some more legal trouble over a 2020 assault case that's now moved into the civil legal arena. The penalty may be severe. Court documents obtained by Radar Online reveal that the disgraced rapper has been accused by Gary Pager and his attorneys of withholding key evidence related to the vicious alleged assault of Pager at a video shoot back in 2020. In Pager's civil suit, he alleged that the baby and about 40 people descended on his home in Los Angeles, California to record a music video, which was against the terms of their initial contract. When Pager confronted the baby about the shoot, the North Carolina native allegedly socked Pager in the mouth, causing him to lose several teeth. Now Pager is alleging that the Fall If I Want To rapper is in, a possession, is in possession of photos and videos that show Pager's alleged assault. While Pager and his team are demanding the baby turn over this crucial evidence, he has refused because he has also been charged criminally with felony assault with, ref with reference to this matter per radar. Damn. And the baby's legal team has concerns that the criminal case, which is as of this writing still pending, may be unfairly jeopardized should their client submit to the discovery demands or deposition requests. Yeah, you can't hold uh, evidence that proves that you did something wrong. That is illegal. That's yeah, against that's the law. Uh, you know, if you do something wrong, you have to present everything that you have relating to that. If you don't, if you're hiding something, they, so they find out you're pretty much fucked. Um, but, yeah, but how are they going back? Three years? Something like that. Because Pager... Because the case must be still open. No, it's still going. Yeah, it's still, yeah, yeah, it's still okay. pending. Uh, but Pager, you know, uh, saying he does... The baby has video footage of him punching him. Damn, so, several teeth. Why would you, yeah, why would you yeah. punch somebody? Like, if somebody gives you your house or whatever the area to rent out, yeah, his home, you let out to rent out a shooting music video. If he gives you a set of rules and says, hey, you can only bring, because he brought 40 people, which is a lot of fucking people. Let's right. say you can only bring 15 people and you break the rules. Why are you getting mad and punching the guy? That makes no sense. Yeah, man. that's what I mean. It's, 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 you know, rappers, I've noticed a lot of rappers have a sense of entitlement where they're like, I'm a rapper. I'm famous. I can do whatever the fuck I want. No, that's not how the world works. Uh, laws go against you just like regular people. Um, you know, and I can see the baby being the type of person getting mad at that type of shit. Probably. Like, nah, yeah. yeah, I could I could see it because he's already gotten anger. He's got like anger management issues. He's fought so many people and just beat people up and just whatever. It's like, it's not that serious, man. You got, you got way too much on the line. Now look at your career. No disrespect. It's... It's teetering right now. I haven't heard anything the baby music wise in a long time. That's actually yeah. Hit, that's hit. always like what the hell? I forgot it's been all about a while. this guy. What happened? And he's talented when he hits the right pocket because there's yeah. a lot of songs where he talks about some personal stuff, like the, the intro track on I forget what album it is. The intro track where he talks about his dad dying. Very very dope record. And he's got tracks that that can hit, but it's just you know all this other shit leading up to the you know that's not focused on the music. It's causing all these problems. So. Um, we'll keep our eye on this, but that's, you know, holding evidence is not something you should be doing when you're in, when you're in any kind of trial, you have to submit everything that you have. Is it Kirk? Yeah. What? The album you're talking about? Might've been Kirk. Kirk yeah. Yeah, I think. yeah. There was an intro track that was talking about his dad, but yeah, we'll keep our eye on that. And, uh, you know, hopefully the baby bounces back. Yeah. Was he featured on DJ drama's album? I think. Yeah. Oh, he's featured also on the Gucci record. Oh, six Gucci. He's featured on that too. That's like the most recent stuff I heard from him, feature wise. Yeah, it's 2022. I think it was. No, no, 06 Gucci came out like a couple weeks ago, man. That song. Oh, well, I, I, I haven't listened to it. No. Let me see. I'm about to wait a moment. Yeah, came out like literally a couple weeks ago. The music video. Oh, dropped. that uh, Gucci man's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 06 Gucci, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, featuring With the, the baby and 21 Savage. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, oh, so. shit. Yeah, you get it. So Damn, that's that's the recent time I heard of him. Damn, baby, went hard. <laughs> Have you not heard the record? No. 
Okay. It's it's a decent stop map. For real? Yeah. Baby bad. on bagel. Baby on bagel. That's what's up. Look him. This is probably the worst thing you can be in, Kimmy. Uh one point four million dollar tax debt. Tax. I know the government needs Damn. every single penny, bro. That's the thing. Uh, let's go over the article. Lil' Kim has reportedly settled her decades-long beef with the IRS. <laughs> Having beef with the IRS is not the one you want to have beef with. Uh, coming to a settlement arrangement totaling nearly nearly $1.4 million when all said is done, court documents obtained by Radar Online reveal that the Brooklyn legend came to a settlement agreement with the federal tax agency. Exact details of the settlement weren't released, and neither was the date of the tax debt discharge. However, the outlet reports that $1.38 million in tax debt was discharged from Lil' Kim's name. What's more, the discharge of the tax debt, some of which dates all the way back to 2003, means that the federal government no longer has a lien on the jump-off rapper's properties. The largest tax bill that Lil' Kim reportedly owed was incurred in 2008 when the former junior mafia rapper owed close to 400000 to Uncle Sam. While Kim now is free from tax debts, Things weren't always so easy. The rapper's first issues with the IRS cope cropped up in December 2014 when the federal government filed a lien against the 39-year-old rapper, the then 39-year-old rapper, for nearly 127000 According to the IRS, Lil' Kim hadn't paid taxes since 2010, thus necessitating the need for the lien. Jeez. Yeah, it's... Most of the time, it's not the artist. It's usually the people that are hired. They steal money or they don't do the work they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it can be the artist because sometimes artists spend more and then they realize, oh shit, uh, I owe taxes and I have no money. Uh, that happens. You know, the most classic example is you were just mentioning Tony Ayo and Breakfast Club mm-hmm. when he's talking about giving Young Buck 50, gave Young Buck 250,000 for taxes yeah. to pay off because Buck was just blowing money like crazy uh, and didn't realize you have to give the government money. Um, that's that's a hard reality check when you're blowing all that money and then... How the hell do you not know you have to give it? Streets, man. They never had an actual job. Oh, yeah. Buck was just selling drugs. Yeah. You know, like when you don't... When you're selling yeah, drugs, yeah, you're not paying taxes. Not. So, so in your mind, you're like, you have no idea about, you know... Just so oh, I got money. Let me spend it. Exactly. Which, still, it's kind of weird, though. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I would still think like, hey... Yeah, but you, you're kind of like... You've grown an adult. Like, you're buying stuff. You're kind of like, you know, like you see some paperwork where it says tax or something... <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. what the hell? Man? Yeah, you're is. acting like you're a ten year old. Like, I don't know. Don't I mean, know. it's surprising to us, but when you think about How it, when you've possible, bro? when you've never had an actual job and you're just selling drugs, in your mind, I don't think your yeah, mentality you, is. You would have to at least hurt it somewhere. Like <laughs> there's a tax or something. Like like what planet you live in? <laughs> he said, you I mean, even when you buy things, you get taxed. So <laughs> exactly. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like you getting taxed. Right maybe he thought. Something. Maybe he thought only when you buy things you get taxed. You don't get taxed like that's cap, man. Now, I don't uh, know. I, that's a. If I had Buck here, I would. I would ask Buck. I gotta ask. Literally, I gotta. I gotta ask Buck that. That's an interesting. Nobody's asked Buck that question. That's an interesting question. Yeah, please put that. Write that. No, no, I'll have that. I'll have that in my mind. 100%. Hell no, we're going to forget. No, I ain't going to forget. Ask Buck about taxes. Yeah, I ain't going to How the hell that. you know? Shout out to Charlie B. Yes. Hopefully you can get Buck uh, here. But, yeah, I think uh, you definitely, especially when when you own your own business and you're doing, you know, your own thing, you do owe taxes at the end of the year. A lot of people, when they're working at a job, they get taxes back. But if you have your own business, <laughs> why, why you I don't know what you're laughing about, but I know what we're laughing Jesus. about is because taxes, bro. Taxes, I know. They rape me too. Everybody, they rape me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They shaft me. Yeah, they, they, they do everything. $30,000 check. On yeah, I have, to, I have to pay this year bro. too, which is annoying. Uh, so, yeah, everybody has to pay taxes. <laughs> that's it. How the hell do you not know to not pay taxes? Yeah, that's crazy. You just, you just like, you never heard of Uncle Sam? <laughs> Save my am green eggs and ham. Yeah, so I think, I think though, like see Lil Kim's situation. I do right. think people just stealing money, people not doing their job. That happens correctly. a lot, man. Yeah, because you got to think, man. Some of these people don't give a flying fuck. They're just there. <laughs> they're just there to get their money. Man. What are you laughing about? This guy cheesing like crazy. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, one point four million is a. That's a lot, that's of, a lot of money. Bro. That is a lot of. money. And how does she like since two thousand and ten? <laughs> No, it started in 2003. 
2003. Bruh. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, my God, man. Still, I mean, how are people not not on top of their paperwork throughout all these years? I think they just get carried away because of so much stuff they're doing. Yeah, but it's like, dude, 2003? They just don't give a shit, like, you know. I Man, I could not. I just couldn't move like that. I don't know why. I just couldn't move like that. Because, dude, you face, yeah, you face jail time. I, yeah. I mean, Ja Rule faced a lot of time for taxes. He had to do, like, two, three years in prison for it. Ja Rule owed a lot in taxes, it's, too. But the thing is, like, you know, you know you're know, you you're either going to get taxes or pay taxes, okay? And nine, But nine, throughout that year, you're not really <laughs> thinking about every day, every week, every month. Damn, I wonder how much I'm going to pay taxes. Oh, my God. You know, you're just going with it. Yeah. Until but, the time comes, hey, Uncle Sam's coming. But I you think gotta do your taxes. That's what I mean. I think. And then they're like, "Oh what, shit!" Where's the accountants? What's going on? Like, where? where why I don't think they even got accountants. Nah, just, nah. At that level, you have everybody has an accountant. It's just I think they're I stealing money, or those people aren't filing correctly, or something's going on where yeah, there's miscommunication. Damn, they need to call a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Our tax guy. No, yeah. but for real, that's you know, from 2003 to start having tax issues when Magic Stick came out. I got the Magic Stick. Like that that's was a, that's a long time. That is a yeah. long time, man. Over twenty years of that is tax issues. Yeah, that's. I have I have of somebody I know. That has not filed taxes for the past eight years. I don't know how he's getting by with that or how he's doing that. No, they're gonna they're gonna track that person eventually. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's gonna ridiculous. take a while. It's gonna take a while. You can get away with it for a long time, but when they catch you, all those years you didn't pay, they're gonna go through everything. You're gonna have a big ass bill, and guess what? You're not gonna be able to pay it. You're gonna go to jail. That's just how it's gonna go. And then when you get out of jail, you're still going to owe them. It doesn't matter. You're going to waste time in prison. And then on top of that, you're still going to owe them money. You can't escape the IRS taxes. Like, now there's loopholes. There's stuff that if you do in business, you can get away with certain things. But that's just being smart and knowing the tax code and how to work it. Mm. But you're you're always going to have to pay taxes, man. Terrence, man, probably got injured. Yeah, at least yeah, little Kim so got to settle the one point four million. That's that's a huge tax thing. Yeah, if she's got the done. money, pay it and get over with. It's, and then from now on, please, <laughs> like, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it is uh, rappers, just artists falling off, not making the same amount of money. They blew all this money, didn't pay taxes, they fall off eventually, and then the money isn't coming the same way. Fetty Wap said that he was like, "Yo, I was blew up." Fetty Wap, dude, Fetty Wap had probably the best. One of the best debut runs in hip-hop probably ever. Hit three hit records back-to-back mm-hmm. on your debut album. Trap Queen, 679, and My Way. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Bro, he was, yeah, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Like, And he was at his peak. He said, man, at my peak, I was just giving people money, blowing it like it was nothing, buying people cars, doing this. Man, and then he realized, he was making yeah, I think he, I think he was saying he was blowing like a million dollars. Was like, he on Forbes too? Like he, they put him on Forbes. I don't know, probably. but but I remember he's on Academics podcast. He's like, I was blowing so much money. Yeah. Eventually, everything started slowing down. He stopped making hits. Stopped making. He's like, oh shit, yep. all this money. So that's what I mean. Is you know nothing's gonna last forever. You're never gonna be at the peak at something. Money's never gonna come in forever unless you just got like six, seven businesses. And even that, there could be two, three field, three. Two to three that failed, and you got some here. But it looks like in the documents, though, uh, she claimed to have assets totaling two point five million and liabilities in the amount of four million. She also owed one point eight million in back taxes. Apparently, at that time, she pulled in eighteen thousand dollars a month. At that time, her bills though ran her twelve thousand seven hundred ninety four a month, leaving her with roughly five thousand per month. The docs revealed Kim made up made ninety thousand. Up to that point in 2018, 398,000 in 2017, and 823,000 in 2016. See, like one year, she made 90,000 in 2018. And then in 2017, 398,000. So, like, see, it fluctuates. Then in 2016, 823,000. I think that that's where it gets them, too. Because I, I can understand. Yeah, it's not consistency in yeah. income, too. Like, look but at that. that. You go from 98,000. Because you get tricked. Oh, I just made a million dollars. I can just, you know, spend the money. And then next year you get slapped with 90000 from a million. That is a huge decline. Yeah. So. That's like 90% decline. Yeah, she didn't jump from that high. But I'm just saying, like, that's, hypothetically yeah. speaking, you know. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a huge, you know. 
that's crazy. That'll go from ninety thousand. Yes. So from go to 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 go from eight hundred and twenty three thousand twenty sixteen down to three hundred and ninety eight thousand twenty seventeen down to ninety thousand in twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that that thirty basically four hundred thousand to ninety thousand. That's about how the hell is that happening with her career? I think it's just certain years people sample certain artist songs. Maybe she gets mentioned and does more shows. Uh, and who knows if this is her real like full income? This could be just be like yeah. just a enough funnel finesse things, and you know, so she doesn't have to owe this much and do that. You know, um, yeah. Her largest debts include two million owed on her New Jersey home, one point four six in unpaid federal taxes from two thousand four to two thousand seventeen, three hundred seventy six. Thousand owed to New Jersey State. That's one thing that I hate is that you owe state taxes to Florida and Texas don't have any state taxes, which is like literally amazing. I mean, I mean, it's still money. <laughs> it is, it is. Don't yeah. Uh, to but me, I like, like that two about states that. out of the freaking whole country. Yeah, I wish, I wish yeah, there would be no state taxes everywhere. Should we just be federal and that's it? But they'll probably raise the federal one just so they can get more money. So it's, yeah, it's probably their the federal the is higher than. No, nah, no, nah, I think it's when federal is the whole United yeah. States, so it's the same everywhere. I'm saying if they took off state, off each state, and they just did federal, they would probably raise the federal just so they can recoup more. But uh, crazy, crazy story, man. Yeah, and a is. crazy business lesson on taxes. Make yeah, sure it's you, it's a tough thing. Though. Make sure you pay your taxes. Speaking of paying people, shout out to Fabio Foreign. Fabio Foreign. This was really cool, and I saw this tweet, and I was like, this is dope, man. So Fabio... I was doing a show a while ago, um, and this videographer, you know, shot a bunch of stuff. And uh, sorry, my, my burp here. Uh, was shooting a bunch of cool video, and they did a great job in shooting the stuff. Uh, and said this: I've been quiet and chasing for months after submitting work for Fabio Foreign when he came to SA for Rock the Daisy. They booked me to cover his weekend here. I did that. They love the videos. Please help me retweet until they pay my rack. This I won't let slide. So apparently he didn't get paid. So they booked him, had him shoot a bunch of stuff for Fabio at the place. They owed him basically $1,000. That's a rack. And he said, please re retweet this. I won't let this slide. Fabio sees this. People tag him. He said, damn, you never got paid. I definitely wasn't aware you never got paid was a lot of things not being handled right back in these days, but things more on point now. Not even sure if I use these vids, but I'm going to make sure you get paid. No problem. I apologize. Nice. First off, that's dope. Yeah. That's Held. Respect, man. Yeah, that's that's how, like, a grown man, no bickering, no arguing, nothing. He even said, I probably didn't even use the videos, but you know what? You deserve to get paid for shooting it. It doesn't matter whether you use it or not. Correct. Um, and that's that's cool to see, man. He said, thank you, bro. Who can I contact to resend the invoice? He said, message me. Now you got direct contact with the boss, so you're going to get paid. <laughs> you have to go through accountants and all this other stuff. Uh, so once you get direct contact with the boss of the situation, you're going to get your $1,000. So It'll be uh, wired in. That's cool. But, yeah, I know a lot of these events where a lot of videographers either get treated like shit or they don't get paid. I've heard a lot of stories of videographers just getting treated like garbage. Yes. Yeah, um, because they're like, oh, you're just a camera guy. Get the fuck out of here. But a lot of these camera guys are what makes the thing special. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a lot of video footage that gets shot because of these people. People, photographers need to be respected more because photographers capture history. There's so much stuff in history that if it wasn't for photographers, it wouldn't even exist. So uh, stop disrespecting videographers, photographers. I've seen people get like, I, the story that I know of this guy, uh, he was at a wedding, shooting a wedding. Shot all day, didn't eat nothing till like 6 in the afternoon. So from like 8, 7, 8 in the morning, was shooting, shooting, shooting. Till 6 in the afternoon, didn't eat nothing. And they were getting ready to put the food away. So he's like, hey, I'm going to take a quick break. Let me get something to eat. The guy there was like, no, like, you're supposed to be shooting. What are you doing? Well, this is not a place to, to sit and eat, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I haven't ate all day. I just want to take quick 20, 20 minutes, eat, and I'll be back on the shooting. And he did that. The guy left him a bad review and said he's lazy, didn't shoot anything, blah, blah, blah. 
which is insane. Like off of that, that's how, that's how poorly sometimes videographers get treated, um, which is garbage. You know, all that work, all that time, and it takes a lot of work. And sometimes you're just a whole day there, and at the end of the yeah, day, yeah. you finally get to eat. Nah, f- you got to make sure you have people. Because I mean, the hell you expect me? I'm not a robot, man. I need to get some yeah, water, yeah, some no, food. No, some. If you're hiring people, man, people are working for you. You need to get them paid for their job. Doesn't matter if he's cleaning the floors or whatever he's doing. Sometimes they don't he's even doing pay his them. Job, bro. Yeah, sometimes Period. they don't even pay them the proper yeah. what they're supposed to get paid. They say, "Nope, you this is him. too much." What are you talking? Like, bro, it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, yeah. editing photos, shooting, doing your thing, uh, and getting the right angles. That's important, man. So, uh, we, shout we, out to we, Fabio. We were in that situation when we were doing this documentary. What? Basically, all day working. Yeah. You know, we were getting tired. And then at some point, we're like, man, let's go grab some food. And, I mean, it's you get tired, man. You get hungry. You get thirsty. You get, of course. Your back hurts. Arms hurt. You, you know? see that robot that fell over? Yeah, working I saw it. Yeah, that cool. just proves right there. Yeah, a robot. A robot tired. can't even handle it. <laughs> the battery just died out of it. Well, same shit. <laughs> yeah, our you shit. Know, it's, our we we have energy, too. Yeah. At some so. point, we just like, all right, I can't take this anymore. We, just, we sit down and catch our breath. That's funny. That video was hilarious. That was pretty funny. But yeah, shout out to Fabio for getting the person paid. Yeah, salute to you, man. Doing your thing. Drake. Now, this I 1 million percent agree with. I hope something happens to where people doing this get sued and they lose everything they got because this is getting out of hand, ridiculous, disrespectful. It's stupid. I'm not a fan of it. It was cool for a quick two seconds. After that, this stuff can get really out of hand and can get crazy quickly, and everybody's loving it and jumping on it, and it's going to be really bad. The more that we push this shit, the worse it's going to get. So Drake reacts to an AI version of him rapping Ice Spice's Munch record. It sounds so weird. Imagine a female going, you know, yeah, yeah Munch, blah, 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 like I'll have fucking that song and Drake's AI version of that. It sounds incredibly weird. Let me play if I can play a little bit. <laughs> that sounds so weird, dude. Oh my god. So Drake just got out of control, man. Drake saw it and was like, this is the final straw. Yeah. It's <laughs> the final straw. He's mad. Because, dude, there's somebody who's going by the name of Ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. Ghostwriter. You know, Ghostwriters, people have Ghostwriters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just going by the name Ghostwriter. He made a song with Drake in the weekend, and it sounds so good, people thought it was real. And he's yeah, selling it. He's selling it. That's 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 the wild thing. He's going to get anally destroyed because, <laughs> like, I'm telling you right now, you don't want to sell AI music that's copyrighted from people's voices. Universal Music Group, and I hate Universal Music Group. I disagree with them. 99% of the time, they destroy my YouTube videos with copyright, but they're jumping in, finally, and they're asking streaming service to block AI companies from accessing their songs. That's the first step. They're going to start implementing laws, and I hope they implement very strong laws where if you do this, if you create an AI song and you sell it or you promote it as the real thing, you get like 10 years in prison. I that, that Immediately. Would, that would settle it 1 million percent. People would stop doing it. Now, it still happened behind the scenes, like LimeWire and all these other... You know, there's yeah, going to be behind-the-scenes yeah. shit, which is unfortunate because I don't want to get confused on what's real and what's not. I'm already... It's going to get fucked. Like, in the next two years, you're not going to be able to tell nothing between nothing. It's stupid. This is getting out of hand. There's it's no cool. trust anymore. Yeah. yeah, you can't even believe a song anymore. You can't believe nothing anymore, man. And that's scary. So, people who are enjoying this right now and saying, oh, my God, this is so cool. This is... It's not what you guys want. Trust me. Because once it gets to a point where it's undetectable and you have no idea what's the difference, we're screwed. Let me see if I can find that song. Damn. Look, Ghostwriter, Heart of My Sleeve, Drake AI song featuring The Weeknd. And it sounds really good. That's the weird thing. So let me see. We, we said this would be really good. That sounds like Drake. This is you can't tell exactly that. Look at that singing. That's so crazy. 
how does this AI shit do this? You, you just record. You record. So I'll I'll, I'll take. But it. how does it switch the? It like just takes your voice and, voice yeah, and it, it knows changes the singing. Because AI, AI can scan Drake's. Every time Drake has talked, everything on the internet with Drake's voice scans it, captures it into one thing, and oh then my there you go. God, this is so bad. So even me, I can get I can get AI. My voice has been out there so much that like right now, if somebody just scanned everything in my voice, they can pass it off as me, and Dang. nobody will be able to tell like, which is ridiculous. That's disgusting. That's, That's a, horrible. No, that that deserves lawsuits, and I one million percent. I think they need. If a, that happens, I'm. Definitely start getting losses because it's ridiculous. Yeah. I would sue literally everybody that I saw that, that tried doing that to me. That's disrespect. Yeah. That's 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 taking it yeah, way too far. No, for real, man. Listen. That's the weekend. Yeah, dude. I can't tell the difference. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. By the way, it blew up on TikTok. It's got a hundred thousand views on YouTube in one day so far, and people Jeez. are people are loving it. Like, oh my god! Uh, look, low key, don't want this to get removed or have this guy get a lawsuit. Song hits. It's a great record, but it's not real. That's the issue, you guys. It's it, don't get caught into this. Oh my god, it's so cool. You can do this. It's not real. It's fake. The thing is that I don't I don't think people are gonna give a shit anymore if it's real or fake. If it just sounds good, they're just gonna love it. That's the problem. That's the that's problem. The problem. Yeah. That's because, not a good thing. It does sound good. That's not a good thing though. Like, that's bad. We're excited to see a, f- you know, a song with Drake Weekend together. You know, but it's fake. They didn't really do we can, it. We can do a fifty in game record right now in today's time. That's what I'm saying. But it's like it's not real. It's re- oh my god. No, no, Universal, I'm glad Universal stepping in. I need all the record labels, every top record label, yeah. step in, create laws against this, have the government implement laws, because what's going to happen is when these artists die, there's going to be fake songs coming out left and right. You're not going to be able to tell. Did, did Drake do this when he's dead? Did Tupac, there's going to be Tupac songs coming out pretty soon. They did a they did a Tupac song, the the Kanye and uh, Jay-Z song in Paris. They did, that, they did a Tupac and Biggie version of that. Like, damn. You're not going to be able to tell anymore. That's the issue. It's cool right now. Everybody's going crazy, but eventually it's going to get really, really bad. And uh, But you also need to know how to write songs because, you know, you got to be able to. Yeah, that's not, there's, there's, I bet you there's better, there's more better writers than there are actual voice rappers. So what's going to happen right. is, what's going to happen too is there going to be people that are getting paid off this shit and they're never going to make their own music. They're just going to take people's voices and just do it like that. Uh, so this is what Universal said. It's over with. Um, this is what Universal said. Uh, Universal Music Group just recently asked major streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music to block AI platforms from using its music to train their technology. They said, we have a moral and commercial responsibility to our artists to, to work to prevent the unauthorized used use of their music and to stop platforms from ingesting content that violates the rights of the artists and others creators. We expect our platform partners will want to prevent their services from being used in ways that harm artists. So yeah, Universal, they don't play around, man. I'm just letting you guys know they got money up the ass and they will attack you and you will be you won't have a house to live in once they're done. So this guy, this ghostwriter guy, if he keeps doing this and just keeps running with it, because he has these links and he's like, download here, you can buy the song. You keep doing that shit, they're going to get on your ass and you're not going to, you're going to be locked up for the next five years. You're going to, when you get out, you're going to own like $10 million and you're going to be broke for the rest of your life. So tread carefully, guys. Let's see how good he can last. I mean, it's cool right now. Oh my God, everybody's going crazy. But it's not, not what it's supposed yeah, to be. Not worth it, man. Uh, Lloyd Banks. Banks. This was cool. Uh, so we kind of knew this a while ago. Uh, there was talks about this, but to hear Banks say it and kind of confirm it and talk about it after all these years, by the way, which has been so long yeah. since this news happened, uh, it's pretty cool. So let's go into the video. The moment you were supposed to sign with good music, was that happening? It it was a time after Beamer Benz, like going into whatever would have happened after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Rest in peace, uh, Chris Lighty. He was kind of like uh, the person that was linking that together. So mm. it was, at one point, it was supposed to be a G-Unit 
good music, good music type of oh, situation. Wow. Yeah. He's on the Christian Dior denim flow and all that yeah. type of stuff. Christian yeah. Dior denim flow. I was on, I was on other records too that yeah. never came out or whatever. Yeah, the business yeah. didn't get you know done. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was probably like what 2010, 11. Yeah, yeah around that time. Yeah, right? those are some dope times, man. Going in the studio and you know Kanye be there, John Legend be over there, fucking Kid Cudi. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I yeah. never, well, since. I was in there with like the whole shady aftermath mm-hmm. days. That was like my first time being in with a crew that had a that different many click. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Leslie on the keys over here. Yeah. Uh, Pusha T, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it was a fun. You did that Home Sweet Home, that was hard too. Yeah, yeah. Home Sweet Home was crazy. Was um, we shot that video because of Pusha T. Like, mm. like, yo, we got to shoot this. The moment. Damn. So yeah. that's, I didn't know. I thought, because Banks was at the time, after the third album dropped, HFM two. It seemed like Banks was independent. He wasn't like fully right, signed to G Unit, I think. And they're saying they're gonna do a G Unit, so fifties G Unit, Kanye West is good music, a joint, a joint venture. So like Shady and Aftermath, you know, because yeah. Shady's Eminem's record, Doctor Dre's Aftermath joint. So that would have been really, really interesting, man. You got you got Fifty Cent's hook writing ability, Fifty Cent's global impact, and you got Kanye's production. And one, I think I think that would have been a good thing for Lloyd Banks. That would have been an amazing thing. Yeah, I'm surprised it never happened though. Chris Lighty passed away, ended up passing away, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Do you uh, think he wanted this, this to happen, Lloyd Banks? Because I I think he does. I mean, if he did it, would it would have happened? I think it just no. I just I I, f- I felt like maybe he just it couldn't happen because of his relationship with Fifty and him just like going. With Kanye, would have just like you know he would have felt bad or like potentially, but I yeah, mean fifty you know? fifty was it seemed like fifty was okay with it from what nah, I no no fifty was like yo Kanye Banks top five alive remember that video where he gives Banks right it? right right I think I think fifty would have been fine with it as long as it was a joint venture joint venture fifty's winning off that it's a joint right right venture. that's fine that's fine if fifty was okay with it but do you think like Lloyd Banks was was thinking too much and was like maybe. Yeah, his loyalty, know, his loyalty. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because if he just would have left G-Unit. But he wouldn't have left. It would have been a joint venture. Well, how do we know it was 100% joint? That's what he just said. He said it would have been a it would have been a, a G-Unit, good music kind of thing together. Okay. So he wouldn't have fully left G-Unit. It would have been half-half. And, hmm. and to be honest with you, even if he left G-Unit. Damn, so why the fuck? Why didn't he yeah, even if he left G-Unit. Let's just say he did. He yeah. went to Kanye. What's wrong with that, there's nothing wrong with that. You have to grow as an artist. If it works better over there, you're done with G-Unit. You had your run. But he, 50 left Shady Aftermath. There's nothing. It's not like Eminem doesn't work with 50 anymore. They're not cool. Like, it's the same type of shit. 50's no longer on Shady Aftermath. He dropped Animal Ambition by himself independently. You know, it was nothing to do with Shady Aftermath. And he still worked with Eminem, still worked with Dr. Dre. I wonder if Banks just feels like, you know, some of the stuff could not happen because of 50 Cent. Nah, I, I yeah. doubt it. No. He said paperwork wasn't getting right on certain songs. So I think, plus Kanye, you know, sometimes Kanye fucks with you. Sometimes he just goes on and does whatever. He yeah, changes his mind. Yeah, he's he's all over the place sometimes. So who knows behind the scenes. I would I would have loved for it to happen. And there, I remember at that time, 2010, 2011, there were a lot of talks with Lloyd Banks signing with Kanye. There was a lot of talks at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like one of the most talked things. Because people were like, that would, that would be fucking crazy. Because that Christian Dior denim flow record. All those artists on there and Banks it was was fire. Um, so, shout out to Pat Viella. We interviewed him for the Gears Die Trying documentary. He is he is engineering. He engineered the whole Banks album, uh, yeah. the Cody Three. Of course, in Neverville Three, if you look at their engineer, it's Pat Viella. So shout out to him. He's killing it. Uh, he told a story about the Price time when when Banks when they were recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Leslie coming yeah, in there with all. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it was dope That's story. Crazy. I'll probably tell you guys in the future if I ever. Uh, you know, get the okay from Pat to, to mention it, but it was an interesting stories. So, yeah. So, I hope Banks Good does job, more interviews because this interview came out was recorded last year for the Course of Inevitable Two, but uh, only the audio version came out, I believe. And then they finally released Rap Radar podcast finally released the video version. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Pretty dope interview. Manny Fresh, 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 Fresh. He's a beast. Fresh, uh, fresh. He sold his catalog. Go DJ. Sold his catalog. Ooh. Everybody gave money. 
Everybody getting paid. <laughs> he sold it for two million. I don't know how much he sold it. There's no amount, but uh, Manny Fresh has sold his game-changing catalog to Reservoir Media, but the exact terms of the deal and the fee have not been disclosed. Music Business Worldwide has confirmed that the former in-house producer for Cash Money Records sold his entire catalog, including both publishing and recorded music rights. He said, "It's great to be joining up with the Faith Newman and the entire Reservoir team." I'm grateful for their support, and I know they'll take care of my music. I was born and raised in Louisiana. Witness Manny's, what is Manny's, metoric, met, I'm not, <laughs> what's this word? I'm not. Get, I know the word is meteoric rise. That would would that be the right thing to say? Meteoric Tired rise from the local DJ in New Orleans to a globally acclaimed. Oh, okay, so yeah, meteoric rise to local DJ in New Orleans to be globally acclaimed producer, writer, performer who helped break some of the genre's biggest talents. Said the president of Reservoir, uh, it means a lot to me to continue to build Reservoir's connection to creators like Manny, who represents the highest caliber of contemporary music from New Orleans. We're pleased to be the new studs of his music. During his time at Cash Money Records, Manny Fresh was responsible for some of the label's biggest hits, such as Go DJ and the rump-shaking hit Back That Ass Up. Oh, okay. I lost you for a minute in the reading. Yeah, I'll be reading this quick. I, no, need no, chill. I thought we were in two different websites. No, uh, so, yeah. Got, got, I don't know. I don't, how much do you think you got for his first catalog? We're going to be pocket watching. <laughs> I think, I think it's probably somewhere between, like, 30 million. That's kind of a lot. 20, 30 million around there. Let me see. I'm about to Google what everything Manny Fresh has done. Perfect fresh. That is kind of a lot, though. Back to huh? What you be done there? Huh? What you mean, huh? I love that. Wow. What you mean, huh? That's the record. Uh, you oh, heard that real? record? Yeah, it's a little record. Yeah, huh? I'm still fly. Uh, uh. No, that's a different record. I got my top lid. He did big shit popping. He produced that big shit popping. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know that. What? Yeah, he produced that. Holy shit. Yeah, so a lot of his juvenile big timers, Cash Money. Uh, the black side, the black side, produce that bling bling. <laughs> Every time I, yeah, he produced bling bling. So, yeah, so he he's got pretty good. I think he got at least five to ten million, maybe. Yeah, I would say ten to twenty around there. Maybe yeah, maybe at best twenty million. Regardless, yeah. uh, there's no information on it, so we're Find just out. guessing. What if he got five million? I mean, if that's black what it's is worth, hot. the black, black is, is hot. I got I got five million dollars. So to me, shit. Nah, he got more than that. I think he got. I think he got ten, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe fifteen, twenty would be like the best case. Scenario. I think he got forty-five million. I think a Birdman one billion. Yeah, man. Uh, Benzino, this is Benzino. We just be talking yeah, sometimes. Chill. I don't know if this is even real. I'm just gonna play you guys the clip. I'm not even gonna read what he said. Just play you guys the clip and let you guys kind of decide what the fuck is going he on flex. here. He flexing. I think he's flexing hard. Yeah. Eminem came out. He just got. Different treatment like every other black, uh, any other black rapper, and I just didn't appreciate that. Let me tell you, the Michael Jackson called me 45 minutes. I was in the Turnberry in Miami. Mike Jackson called me. I knew Mike. I met Mike through Teddy. Got to spend some time. But Mike called me. I'm 45. He thanked me because when Eminem dissed him with the fire situation in the video, Mike called to call to. I remember his assistant, Raymond, put it on the phone, and I sat there and I just listened to him. He was like, he thanked me, but then he started talking about Tommy Mottola and how these. <laughs> Start saying Mike was using these devils. Like, yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, this was one of the greatest moments of my life that Mike was taught me. He was, and not saying it because not all white people are bad. We're not saying that not all of them are devils. But Mike was referring to the situation in the music industry and, and he just was going on a rant. But I'll just never forget that. Like, he actually thanked me mm. because I kind of upheld, you know what I'm saying? Stood tall against. Against yeah. that. And I was at a point where I didn't have to answer to nobody. So where everybody was scared to say something, I was the only one who didn't. Everything I said was true. I said that black people got hip-hop, and we got white people to finally buy into us, and now they want to give the white people back somebody that they can buy into. So if you guys remember, the Eminem and Benzino beef was really Benzino talking about race a lot. If you guys watched my Who Really Won video, I did it a while ago, I think in 2018. Got like 2 million views. Successful. Great video. Check it out if you don't know the Eminem and Zeno beef. He's saying that 
Michael Jackson, who was going through his own label issues at the time, with Tommy Mottola, Sony Records, they're doing their thing, trying to steal his catalog, whatever the case may be, which is interesting in itself because I want to do a documentary on that, which I talked about a while ago. I would love to do a documentary on that. Mm-hmm. Um, Benzino said Michael Jackson called him and thanked him for calling out the industry for the racism and the, you know, catering to white artists and blah, 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 which Benzino was talking about when it comes to Eminem. And then he also thanked him and said, thank you for dissing Eminem uh, because Eminem didn't really diss Michael Jackson. If you look at the video, uh, what's the, the song? Uh, you know, the video where he has, he dressed like Michael Jackson. Down, down, down. I think it's that oh. record. Uh, I think it's without me. It feels so empty without, without me. me. I think it's nah, without nah. me. Nah, Is it without nah, me? Nah, nah. Uh, let me see. No, no, it's not without me. It's the other record, the one that's. Uh, what is that? Why is this not coming to my mind? Uh, I think it's lose yourself. No, not lose yourself. Just, just lose it. I think it's just lose it. Ah, that record. Found Billy. No, it's just lose it. Yeah, it's just lose it. Ah, yeah. So he's dancing to Michael Jackson like that. I don't know why I lose yourself when I saw that. I saw the lose. I was like, okay, I thought it was that. I forget this record. But he's dancing like Michael Jackson. They're making fun of his nose. His nose falls off. Blah, blah, blah. Michael Jackson didn't like it. I did a video on Michael Jackson and Eminem. I did uh, What Really Happened. Yeah. On that. Nice. Yeah, that was a while ago I did that. 2021. Um, yeah, so Michael Jackson just didn't like it. But Eminem was like, I'm just poking fun at him. It's just jokes. I poke fun at all celebrities, all people. So he's like, I'm not on disrespect. He's like, I love Michael Jackson. He's one of the greatest of all time, blah, blah, blah. So Michael Jackson didn't like it, though, however. Uh, so Benzino was saying Michael Jackson called him, thanked him for having beef with Eminem and dissing him. Which I don't, I don't believe that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Michael know. Michael Jackson is <laughs> nasty. Yeah, Benzino. By the way, Benzino didn't do shit to Eminem beef wise. Like he can't rap for shit. I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible. No, it's possible. But Benzino can't rap for shit, bro. If you look at the beef, it was it was Eminem just destroying him. It was like nothing. Benzino was was having some of the weakest bars ever. Um, but what was interesting was the Tommy Matola stuff. That kind of makes the story a little bit true because at that time. Michael Jackson was having issues with a lot of white executives in music, like Sony, trying to steal his catalog, whatever they're trying to do, cause him label issues. And Tommy Mottola, he would call him a devil, a white devil, blah, blah, blah. Benzino's talking about that in this uh, call. So it does kind of make sense. To me, at the timing of things, I can believe it's true. Mm -hmm. But why would Michael Jackson talk to Benzino out of all people? Because Benzino just really ain't. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, it was interesting to hear. But, uh, yeah, I think the story with Michael Jackson and Sony Records needs to be deep dive. And I think I want to I want to I want to explore that in the future. Yeah, that would be something. really, really well, because there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes in the music industry. That's very interesting. Uh, that's very scary, actually. And talking about it is kind of a whole different. Yeah. You're putting a target on your back. That's why I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to deep dive into a lot of this shit because this shit is not shit that like, you know, I'll I'll, I'll look into it in the future. Um, but interesting, interesting thing overall. I would love to talk to Benzino about this. So he lives in Atlanta, so shouldn't be too hard to get in contact with him to talk to him about this. Sure. Nipsey Hussle's estate avoids a $5 million hustle and motivate lawsuit. So... Let's go over the article. Nipsey Hussle's estate has avoided a $5 million lawsuit from a Los Angeles singer-songwriter who claimed to be the co-writer on late rapper's Hustle Motivate track. Court documents obtained by Hip Hop DX reveal that Talsime Yassin, who initially filed a claim back in December 2022, had her case against the rapper's estate diminished, dismissed when she failed to respond to the order to show cause. An order to show cause is issued when a court order or is issued when a court order or the demand of a judge requires a party to justify or explain why the court should or should not grant a motion or a relief. In this case, Judge Stephen V. Wilson claimed that Yasin, who represented herself in the matter, didn't provide sufficient reason to the court as to why the matter should be pursued in the first place. This file, The file in this case lacks the papers that would show it being timely prosecuted as reflected below. According to the court, the court in its own motion hereby orders plaintiffs to show cause in writing no later than April 4, 2023, why this action should not be dismissed to all remaining defendants for lack of prosecution. 
Justin failed to respond to the demand in a timely fashion, and Judge Wilson dismissed the case on April 11th. So she she is able to refile a claim though, so yeah. But basically, this person is claiming that they co-wrote the hustle and motivate record and wants five million dollars suing for it. Wow. So, who knows if it's true? I don't know. That's interesting. I bet there's so much stuff going on behind the scenes ever since he passed away. It's crazy. Yeah. No. No. There's people yeah, trying to get money. Where you know his kids? Who's gonna get the money for this? Who's gonna so get the money? Much. Yeah, when somebody dies of that stature and has a lot to their name. But Nipsey set it up pretty good, so that's the good thing. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, some people don't set it up good at all. Like DMX had a way bigger issue. So, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy. Hopefully it gets, handles, gets handled properly. Yeah. New music, Post Malone dropped Chemical, which I haven't heard. Emily Choppa dropped the Coda Wood 2 album. Pierre Bourne dropped... Grails, Young Blue, Drop Love Scar 2, Fabio Foreign, Hot Sauce, Ice Spice, Princess Diana, Remix with Nicki Minaj. There is, I saw an article that uh, Nicki Minaj signed Ice Spice to her label. Really? She did that. She's turning into a boss. She's learning from Lil Wayne because Ice Spice is one of the hottest female artists right now. To get her on Nicki Minaj's label is a boss move. That's how you move Nicki Minaj. If you're going to take the label route because... You did your your music, you know. You did your yeah, career. Yeah. Take that label route, become a Birdman, become a Lil Wayne, and you're set. So, yeah. that's what I saw in the article. I don't know if it was a joint venture deal or if she was fully just signed through. I think it was a joint venture deal. Regardless, smart. whether joint, whether signed, still a good look. A hot boy, what the fuck remix with Polo G. Um, going down, Amari on Sirius. So yeah, a couple records here and there. Not too much. Next week we're gonna have the Banks album dropping. So. Check that out. Uh, album sales. Morgan Wallen's number one. Yeah. With one thing at a time, 165,000. Hasn't really fell or really sold less at all. He's been doing the same type of numbers. So that's yeah, crazy. Uh, NF debuted at number two with Hope with 122,000. NF is like a rapper, underground rapper that a lot of people fuck with. So it's interesting. He's doing great numbers like that. Uh, Taylor Swift, number three, Midnight's with 59,000. SZA, SOS, number four, with 59,000. Morgan Wallen, Dangerous, the double album, number five, with 45,000. Melanie Martinez, Portals, number six, with 45,000. Luke Combs, Getting Old, number seven, with 45,000. Lincoln Park, Meteora, uh, this is the 20-year anniversary re-release. Got up back on the charts at number eight, with 38,000. Metro Boomin' Heroes and Villains, number nine, with 35,000. And Bad Bunny, number 10, with 33. Uh, Tyler the Creator Call Me If You Get Lost number 13 with 32,000 Drake 21 Savage Her Loss number 14 with 32,000 The Weekend The Highlights number 16 with 28,000 A Little Bit Even My Turn and It's Only Me still close to each other back to back number 21 and 22 with 23,000 each uh, Drake Certified Lover Boy number 28 with 19,000 Ray Shremmerd so this is the fourth Ray Shremmerd album debuted at number 31 with 18,000 sold first week uh, Future, I Never Liked You, number 34, with 17,000. Lil Wayne, see, this is interesting. Eminem Curtain Call, which is Eminem's greatest hits album, is at number 39, with 16,000. And then Lil Wayne's greatest hits album, I Am Music, is at number 40, with 15,000. I do, with 16,000. 16, I do believe that they're going to be close to each other and constantly stay on the charts because yeah. I'm even bumping the greatest hits of Lil Wayne album. I actually got it on my phone. I just, because like you get to go over his, you know, old catalog. Yeah. And it's pretty dope. So I like that. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, number 44 with 14,000. Kendrick Lamar, Damn, number 48 with 14,000. And that's it for today's episode yep. of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 193. Stream us, Spotify, Deezer, Pocket Cast, all that, YouTube. You know the drill. Have an amazing night, day, whenever you're listening to this. And peace. You heard it.